I'd like to talk to you today about how can we become more efficient working with lists. Whether you need to work with a list and you like to do it on paper and pen or electronically, let's take a look at the options. My name is Analia Pisani from AZ Solutions. So if you're making a list, um, it's good to get it out of your head and either onto paper or into a visual or electronic format. When you're making these sorts of lists, the best thing to do is not just to make a random list, you need to then go back and make sure you prioritize. Mark some of these tasks as something that you need to do today, something that is it has a deadline and some of the others maybe don't have a deadline, don't have a time frame, but if you don't write it down somewhere, you're going to forget to chase it up or do something about it. The other thing I guess you would be doing is saying, okay, this is what needs to be done, but I'm not the one doing it, and then assigning it uh, to someone else. Now, the tools that we can use is you can use Outlook for the desktop. We'll start with that one. There's Outlook for the web and there's Planner. See, that these are the three environments that I want to talk about at the moment. So if we go to Outlook and you go to your tasks, when you create a new task using Outlook, you're able to give that task um, a name. You can give it a, a starting date and a due date. You can even set yourself a reminder to come back and chase up on this task, see how far you're going with it. There is also an option here if you wanted to, to actually say how far into this task are you? Have you completed about 50%, 20%, 30%? I guess that's not so much more if the task is just for yourself, but maybe if you assign the task um, to somebody else, you might like to keep track on, have they made a start on it? Do I need to egg them on? Do I need to chase up and see if they need help in any particular way? So that could be where that, um, that part might come in. You can um, assign tasks to other people and even make tasks reoccurring. Sometimes what you might feel is that there's so many tasks and you like to uh, feel better if they were categorised or bundled in a particular way. So let's say that you have um, a client and the tasks or the work that you need to do that involve that client is speaking to the client, uh, revising the contract details, maybe revising the course topics that they want to go through and cover. Um, so you could create a, a category which uses colors for either a particular client or maybe um, some tasks that require uh, contract reviews. So maybe there's lots of different contracts, lots of different clients that you do. So maybe you'd create a category there for contracts and you would go through that process there. You can search by these different categories. Um, so that's why you might want to use that assignment there. So that's with Outlook for the desktop, but we also have um, Outlook for the web. Now, when we have Outlook for the web, it's actually not called um, tasks, it's actually called to-do. And what's a little bit different between the Outlook for the desktop 
tasks and the to do, which is on the web, is that you do have an option here to create lists. You still do have an option for categories as well. So you can use those categories with those colors, but you also have um, lists. Now the list could be, um, okay, I guess a client, and then the tasks that need to be done in relation to that specific client. Maybe there's a particular project and the tasks that need to be done within that particular project. Um, yeah, so that is called creating a list. And when you create your task, another thing that's a little bit uh, different in here is that when you create a task on the top on the right, there's actually an add step. So you can have a task and then sub um, steps, sub instructions that you um, might need to do. So for example, let me see if I can find one of mine. Okay, so a step might be, um, you might have to liaise with a client. So the task will be client, but the steps would be meet with a client, then um, review the material that they want to uh, work with. Um, the next step might be then to set a delivery date. So they might be sub-steps, but within a particular task. What you can also do is uh, say, right, I want to achieve this today. So you can have a category there where you mark it for add it to my day. Now, just keep in mind, just because you've added it for the day doesn't mean it's going to happen that day. Life happens, interruptions happen, other more important things get slotted in and things get pushed and shoveled around. But at least it's there. It's better than not writing it at all. So by having it there, at least you can reschedule it for another time or you can go forget it. Let's just push it way down for like not even make a particular date for it anymore because everything's just got blown out of proportion. But at least it's something you can come back to refer and so forth. Um, you're also able to add attachments um, in your to-do list here. You're able to make them as repeat and you can also still pick uh, categories where they can be color coordinated as well. So that's all applicable here. You can also put the little or click on the little star on the top right, which will mark it as important. And by choosing these options on the left, it starts to bundle them all together. So whenever you want to look at, okay, I've got to spare 20, 30 minutes. What can I do today? You can come in and click on my day and then it'll show you the list of those tasks. And then you can have a look at what you're going to tackle or what you're going to defer for some you know, for some other time. You've also got the important on the left hand side. So when you click on important, you can actually see everything that's important. It's important doesn't mean it needs to be done today, but it is something that has to be done, has to be completed at some point. And then we have planned, which it's broken up into um, something to do later, something to do today, or this week, next week, that sort of thing. 
So at least it's broken up into sort of categories for you. The difference that is between the um, to-do and there's another feature called planner. Now planner is again still a to-do. It is for um, Microsoft 365 for the web. So this is what it's totally on the web, not available on desktop. Um, and it is still a list of tasks. But what you can have with this one is you can have uh, a set of tasks. Again, they can be categorized. They're calling them buckets. But within these buckets, within these categories, you could have clients. And then within that, you would have tasks. And then you'd have another one, which is uh, I've got to review courseware and then all of the different tasks, different courseware that you might need to review. The main difference here is that you can get a little report. And this is good for writing tasks that need to be allocated to, I guess, other people. And you can see how are they progressing. Because when you go to the charts component at the top, it'll give you a report that's broken up into three areas. One for the status, so it'll come in and say, okay, what hasn't, how many tasks haven't been started, how many are in progress, how many are late, and how many are being completed. So by looking through this, you can see, okay, how many are late, and there's like five. You might click on that and then go, okay, which are the five, and then see who needs help. Um, you know, what, why is there so much of a delay? And you can chase that up. The other area is called the bucket, and that's like the subcategories um, like client and the courseware. And you can just see how those tasks are, are progressing. And the third option is to see um, how many tasks you have which are of high priority, low priority, and urgent. So it gives you these uh, little reports. There's also um, a schedule. Now the schedule is a, a section that gives you the calendar. So in a month's um, set of activities, you can be at a glance taking a look at how many tasks do I have per week, per month, um, you know, every Friday, every Monday, every Wednesday, whatever your story is. But at a glance, you can see the tasks um, that you've got assigned and you can go, oh God, way, I've got way too many tasks to try and do on Thursday the 8th or whatever. So you might take a look at that and go, okay, let's revise, let's push some things out of the way. There's no way that's going to happen because now um, some events taking place on that day. So anything you had planned there is going to have to be reshuffled. But it's a nice way to, you know, lay that out and have a look at your tasks rather than seeing a list of dates but not really see them in context of um, the whole month or in in a week. So that's what's, um, I guess, a bit different and nice about the planner. So these are all the different tools, or there's, I suppose, lots of others you could use, but these are the three main ones. Um, and you may use a little bit of both, two or three of them. Um, I don't think you would ever sort of say, necessarily go, right, planner, and that's all that I'm using. Um, but yeah, it's just a matter of preference and now you've got them laid out in front of you. Well, thank you for listening and just remember that if you do want to uh, get further training or some training in Microsoft Outlook or any other Microsoft Office Suite, uh, you can join us at azsolutions.com.au. 
I also have YouTube channels that you can um, subscribe to and I also do have a monthly um, newsletter that comes out that gives you great little uh, quick tips. Don't go on for too long. I like to keep them short and sweet. Thank you for listening.